0: Don't if and switch. And now, two guys who put the word incident in incident response if and switch. I, wrong. Wrong. I, don't, I don't think there's a response. Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> I don't. I don't hear the other guy. Is he muted? He's muted. He hasn't unmuted himself. Okay. See, at least this time, at least this Play time I we can
1: blame him. Is this the button I press here? Yeah. Yes, this- that's the button you press. Okay. See, yeah. I was gonna. I made a bet, and I'm like, okay, I think I just won the bet because the audio is not working, and then the audio worked, but then it wasn't fully working. So, what does that mean? Does that It mean means it's on you. I, does it mean that I lost the bet or is it just,
0: no. Like, it just means it's another Friday on the fashion switch program.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going back. to bed. I thought yes. the whole idea having the other show here was to, to,
1: to, to, to work the this stuff company. out. They, they get to play around with how things all work and then figure it out.
0: I can't control when you uh, can't unmute yourself.
1: How am I supposed to see how to unmute myself? Like, is there a button I press, or is there like a a web? Yes, there's
0: a button you press. It's right there, the one that says mute at the bottom.
1: But I can't see the buttons. See, maybe it's my monitor setup, because so I've got <laughs> you guys up here, and then I have to make the window larger to make it so I can see, but then I don't see the buttons thing below. the, the you
0: know See, what? I can test everything but you. Okay, so it's
1: my workstation, is what you're saying. Nice. I,
0: I, no, I think it's
1: the user. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a pep tech problem. Go back to those. Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh-huh.
0: Problem between keyboard and chair.
1: Nice. Thank you very much, Mister Audio Guy. Appreciate that. So apparently, I need some remedial training. I haven't. I like. I, I thought it was all on announcer guy, and then transitioning to you. But that's actually more than just that. We have to work out.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's the it's different system right it's a new system everything's different everything everything's different hey happy friday it is a friday it's been a while my friend it has been a couple, of weeks. Mm. couple been of weeks a couple of fortnight as they say in the i don't know rest of the world i guess so People we can actually that this Do you know is what like Fortnite is and when, like this is the game i don't know this is the new uh this is the new season of Fortnite. It just launched this morning actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have not yet had a chance to boot it up and play because well I, I hear it's very sci-fi. I don't play Fortnite much, but uh, I I haven't I haven't seen it. I I I'm sure I'll get it booted. The problem is is right now all I do in what little free time that I have is play Diablo. Yes. So the new season of Diablo 3 started 2 weeks ago. It is actually the quote final season though. They have said they're going to continue to support it and and develop on it, but I would imagine that a lot of their player base is going to shift to D4, yeah, uh, Diablo 4, which uh, the open beta is next Friday, the 17th, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you pre-ordered, um, you get to, to play the open beta. Uh, I'm going to be away. I'm going to be in California, so I will not be playing the open beta, so unfortunately, be... I don't get that benefit. That must be tearing you up, my friend. Well, I mean... So I've looked at it and it looks beautiful, and I'm very keen on some of the characters. But uh, I, I did hit Paragon 1100 yesterday, uh, which means I've taken my character from zero to seventy, and then you go into the Paragon levels, and now I'm 1100 levels in 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 that in that space. And yesterday I cleared. My highest greater rift ever at 135. I've never cleared that high before on any of the characters that I've had. So having, I'm really enjoying the season. It's lots of fun. So congratulations. So no, I have not done anything else other than playing Diablo. I think I'm level 10 on Diablo right now. It's because you wouldn't come in and play with me because you'd be at least level 70. (laughs) But we can, we can, we can work that out. We can work that out anyway at any rate at any rate um we should say hi to friends cuz there's friends in you chat should. Jan's here yes. he's already he's he's already added a word for the title which you can do uh with with exclamation point word in fact he's added a couple uh, oh, he's nice. added Lost bet and then uh button but spelled B-T-T-N. I believe that's button or else it's uh who else have we seen this morning we've we've seen uh wire kunok is here as his uh as his visio mvp um steve q lane says hello my people um he says it's been so long glad to be here again glad to see you steve aspen forrester in the house i see kuz makeover in the in the in the in the tubes of you uh which we are streaming over youtube.com slash patch and switch which is also where you can go and get uh your fill of back episodes correct
1: i just realized that there's probably two back episodes i need to get Processed over there, but we're up mostly up to date, mostly up to date. But yeah, video versions of that they will be up there.
0: And we are available on your favorite podcasting application, very true for the most part. Yeah, unless you have a rare one that's from 1987 that we haven't quite found yet. Libsyn, do you remember Libsyn? No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's one of the first ones. It's a Libsync forget what it was but uh, it was a great podcasting platform for stuff that I did way back in 2000 I started podcasting in 2005 What were you podcasting about That one there was uh it's a green hat my it's a green hat podcast
0: the it's a green hat podcast
1: Yes it's that's actually hat kind
0: podcast. of a cool name for a show
1: And and also it's uh also I was doing um, security bulletins for the regular IT guy And you would hear uh, Pierre Romain on that one occasionally, as we would do it. Uh, And we actually got so popular that the MSRC people or the security update people from Microsoft asked me to stop doing it because people were viewing it as an actual official channel from Microsoft as opposed to uh, their channel, which was floundering horribly before it died. So. I don't know if Pierre remembers that one there, but we basically would get a uh, notice of what the patches were. We'd record it to the Friday before the patches were released. And then you could listen to it on Tuesday as a quick way of understanding the layperson's terms about what's going on and what's important with these different security updates.
0: What is the impact of patching? It was <laughs> the, should I patch it?
1: Basically. Yes. It was, it was a fun show. We do it like in, ca- in cafes in, uh, in parks and wherever we happen to to basically set up the recorder. It's a lot of fun back in the day. And
0: now we just get on this show and talk just, about absolutely nothing. You got it. You got it. That's all right. That's all right. It works. It Steve Q says memories of J Shock telling me it's okay to make fun of Joey's height and Rick's not so height. Nice. Um yeah. Uh so what's what's been going on? What's new in your world? This is a weird, it's a weird time because you start to go into March Mm -hmm. and you start thinking the weather's going to change. And there's currently blizzards happening halfway, you know, like all around the country.
1: So someone was saying, someone tweeted out last night a photo of the snow coming into the Sierra Nevadas in California. Yeah, they're getting pummeled. Six different passes are over 100 inches
0: of overnight new snow. Like, that's mind-blowing. In the entire world, Utah's ski resorts are ranked amongst the top in the most snow this well, entire season with the deepest base. And they're going to be open well into the spring. Spring skiing is going to be a thing. Well, see, Utah and snow actually comes
1: uh, comes close to home because next week I was supposed to be flying into Salt Lake City to be able to watch some softball. But they canceled that uh, tournament because <laughs> of
0: the yeah. Snow. Snow uh yep. ledwig shows up says good morning from palm springs hey good morning uh, yep. uh, Led, ledwig's gotten to coachella early this year he's getting in line for Coachella. You got it. that's why he's in palm springs. <clears throat> Uh trp 8472 at his post as usual says evening all just had to renew his car insurance did you save did you save 15 by switching to geico wait no he's in the uk they don't have geico progressive maybe i i don't know yeah. uh he says uh, uh trp 8472 says uh, snow in the north of the uk had a foot of snow so, in the UK, if you get more than an inch or two, the whole place shuts down, right? It's well, kind it's of because like- they don't know how to
1: measure what an inch is. They measure it in stones or something,
0: don't they? In <laughs> stones? I think that's weight. Is it? <laughs> oh, not? that's weight. Oh, so yeah, don't no, they're they're metric. They're metric. Got it. Got it. Ledwig says he's at the BNP Paribas Open. I believe that's tennis. Tennis. Yes, I saw some pictures. Tennis. Jay, the, Sean, um- just go ahead. I was just gonna
1: say the if you're trying to think about work type stuff to do, I'm still trying to think of what I was doing for work this past week. <laughs> that's um, okay.
0: That's why I'm stalling because I haven't <laughs> figured
1: it out either. so uh, for me i've've uh, I've, I've got um, I've got a few things on the pot. Most. this is my document writing piece uh, for things that's going on right now, and um, I've been asked to write up some docs and some summaries for different things uh, for the execs, exec different meetings. And one, one that was interesting was um, writing up a doc on the experiences of doing and running community or first party or third party events and different things that we should be doing at these different said events as well. So it's been fun to kind of dig back into when we used to be in person, uh, reaching out to different people online asking them their thoughts on stuff, chatting with you about online stuff and chatting with you about uh, how to handle in-person events. So Uh, so
0: wait, is chatting with me when I go off on a complete rant while you're sitting in your truck on your laptop, waiting for your daughter through an appointment. And then I just all of a sudden (laughs) see child come in. Yeah, basically. Yeah. As I'm screaming profanities at the top of my, not that it's anything new because it's been around us for a long time. So it's, it's it's a no thing. Yep actually i've read your document i actually and, and uh, um prior uh, I, I, today i had to restart the machine as i always restart for a fresh start um for the show uh, but i had had the link that you'd given me so i had been kind of watching it as it has been progressing and i'm, I'm... so my,
1: my issue right now is i've got too much information and so my good friend Orrin thomas has said rick get it out of your head like put it get down somewhere. Get, get it out of your head. You got a white block going on. You got a writer's block going on. Get your ideas down in jot form here or there or something like that so you can visually see it and then go off and organize them and then just start writing. Because right now I'm too blocked up with simply having too much stuff to be able to say. I've got a lot of opinions. We've been around a lot of conferences in the mm. careers of ourselves and others. Mm. Um, and so I'm trying to uh, do a better job at that. So we'll see how I do
0: today. So speaking of, speaking of, 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 events, uh, there was an event held in Melbourne, Australia yesterday. Oh, uh, which is, I believe it's server- serverless something or other. That's a serverless conference. Um, I'm going to go on Twitter. I'm going to find it. Uh, yeah. but I think it's SLS or something like this. Uh, so it was packed. So, uh, one of, one of my colleagues and, and folks on my team, wow. uh, The legendary Sarah Young was there speaking. The Sarah, yeah, you actually have to you have to preface it with the because she's kind of a big deal, yeah, yeah. Like she makes me do that on our on all of our calls, (laughs) right? Whenever I introduce her, it's (laughs) the Sarah Young. She's gonna kill me for saying this. I probably I probably dug myself a hole now. Um, At any rate, so she was there. She was there speaking, uh, and there were lots of photos. And here's an interesting thing that I saw from the photos at this event. Uh, getting a little more diverse, It not just in terms of, you know, having women and, and other folks, but I saw this event, the, the youths, the it youths? appeared, it appeared that a lot of the attendance attendees were, were younger. They were the Utes. youths, the youths, the two youths, Utes. the youths. Okay. Interesting. Um, so I was like, okay, this is this, the because this is something that we've talked about, um, which is traditionally when you go back um, to the early days of conferences. So this is, listen, when we were doing tech ed, we were literally doing <laughs> demos with tin cans and string. Okay. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is what we were doing. Yeah. But it's you kind of have servers on stage. Well, yeah, we had to roll them in with like a, a dolly for one box. Yeah. Um, so Back then you had, you kind of had your kind of all-knowing gray beard, you know, knowledgeable people The the, 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 the kind of, what, there's a word and it's just totally escaping me, but just kind of the, <laughs> the person that everybody looks to the mentor. And then you had a, a, a group of up and coming people, serverless days and Zed. Thank you, Vizio MVP, serverless days. So then and then you had this up and coming group of people who would learn from, you know, the the bearded, knowledgeable folks. And then you could kind of see a oh, there's a bubbling of people who are starting to show up in the community and they're starting to, oh, they've just gotten their first session at an event, right? And they're super excited and that younger kind of thing. And then it seems to have lately just kind of staggered out where there's just kind of the same thing, and I'm not seeing a lot, I wasn't seeing a lot of the. The younger attendees at the events and going who's the next uh who's the next mvp who's the next uh, community leader uh now granted over the last three years there haven't been a lot of in-person events to discover that but i've been asking around uh, there's a gal that i mentor out of germany and i'm like how are you reaching out to folks she's very young i think she's 21 um ha- this is one of those things that i thought was it was very surprising to me because i've been like I've done a few community events since the end of the pandemic, and it's still kind of the same, a lot a lot older, uh, or middle aged. And I'm wondering where the the younger the the youngers who who are looking to to build this as a career and where are they going? And seeing this at the serverless Saturday, the, some of those pictures go. If you go out head, head to Twitter and take a look at it, it's it it makes me super happy. I know it's Australia, and yeah, but yeah. Australia, it's kind of a it can be a predictor of things. So. Well, they always are ahead of us by time, right? Well, at least today. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it's. I'm. I'm excited. I'm. I was excited to see that. I was excited to see that. Just start to see a younger group of folks at, at the event. Um,
1: I, I don't know if you're looking at the chat at all, but right now on the Twitch side of things, uh, our audio guy has uh, experienced three different network hiccups already, or at least two different network hiccups, which oh, previously would have taken the show down, but because we've now moved this into yes. the cloud uh <laughs> we have been able to continue to ramble on uninterrupted
0: i like that i like to ramble yes. uh steve q Lang says talking to people behind the products uh, and programs at Ed and ignite was always awesome
1: yeah i i hear that part a lot it's the it's the concept of being able to uh have those hallway conversations have those uh questions answered i remember you and i when we used to do the the um The uh, countdown shows and do the uh, preparatory work for your your unofficial guide to these different conferences and events and stuff like that. You would always talk about the experience of back in the day, going and like writing down all the questions you had to go off and get answered for the different Mm -hmm. things that were going on inside of your environment and different things. And you come prepared with your book, uh, or maybe it was electronic, I don't know. Um, It was on your, it was on your kin device or something like that. No, no, no. I'm not that smart. Yeah. (laughs) But then you'd go off and you would seek out and find the different people to be able to go off and ask questions. And, you know, I I don't know if people realize this, but we used to do conferences that were internal conferences for Microsoft people to go off and connect with other Microsoft people internally. And I found that I always appreciated the public conferences like the tech eds and the um, the other the other conferences that we have going on where the people you needed to connect to even as a microsofty were there but they would be easier to get a hold of because they didn't have the, the they didn't need to go back home to be with their families because they were on the road so you get your questions answered easier because they'd be sticking around longer engaging mm-hmm. with people and you'd obviously let the other people that were non Microsofties go off and ask questions and stuff but then you'd be able to like grab them
0: at the end to ask them a question there's a, a term that, that that sarah's taught me which is bar con and hallway con bar con and hallway con. i like that which is the hallway con the the highway the hallway conversations or hall, hallway conferences mm-hmm. and then of course the, the bar conversations which are you know again it's you know you you have a captive audience of like-minded people they want to get together and discuss but i think um there's something to the knowledge sharing of connecting, and and Steve Kulain sparked an idea in my head because oftentimes when you go and you're chatting with some of these folks, you will have a question. You're like, look, I have this problem. But the other thing about being able to talk to the people behind the, the things that you do is that you just gain a different insight. And Mm -hmm. maybe gain a little bit of trust with with the community and the audiences because because you're there and you're um you you may not be talking about something that's related to a specific problem but you get to know kind of it was always fun just to even even before i joined microsoft to sit around and just listen to people like snover talk right and and just their thinking behind things it's just it's it's one of those cool things and i definitely miss miss those things and so um yeah figuring out figuring out how to how to change the in-person experience without changing the in-person experience right like you think that there's a way to disrupt it but then there's certain things that just shouldn't be disrupted right right
1: yeah so i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll share my thoughts uh musings in a blog post question mark it could be a blog post actually i was talking with our good friend uh uh, Tasha last night. Tasha Scott from uh, SharePoint. The old, the old SharePoint days. She works in Power yeah. Platform now, but Tasha's yeah. awesome. She actually went through because she used to be an organizer inside the SharePoint Saturdays type stuff in the New York cities and elsewhere on the East Coast back in the day, and she's like, you know, I actually wrote down a whole bunch of stuff about putting on community events and put it in as a GitHub repo so that folks could go through and actually do pull requests, make changes to it, make updates and suggestions and stuff. I'm like, oh, geez, I got to go find that repo (laughs) and find out what she's saying in that area. But uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm actually speaking at a new budding conference that's kicking off. Um, Is it called the new budding conference? I believe that that's a a different industry. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 legal in the state of washington it's not legal i don't think it's legal in atlanta where i'm going i'm going to atlanta man that's in georgia Uh, i know in georgia um and that is i want to say the week or the i gotta get my exact dates out here but um i want to say march 25th yes saturday march 25th in two weeks time that's when i'm in yakima yeah, the I'll be in Springs of Washington in, in Atlanta, Georgia, but actually 45 minutes outside of Atlanta. Let's be specific. Uh, speaking at the Atlanta Cloud Conference, it's a brand new oh. one that's kicking off. So I'm going to be doing some hallway sessions as well as regular sessions uh, and
0: the keynote. So it'll be fun. Wow.
1: It'll Gino, be fun. That's a big deal. Yeah
0: uh Ledwig saying it would be nice if certain large in-person events went back to being long enough to have those opportunities for a connection a two-day conference makes it difficult length there, of time is definitely a factor i think there's something i don't know
1: yeah we're, we're still figuring that stuff out
0: we, we've got to figure it out and i'd love to i'd love to have the community you know share to your thoughts and and, mm. and things like that so uh while well, you've been writing those posts and i've just been reading along because you sent me a link because <laughs> i was trying to help you and i and you know as normal me being me i don't help much yeah. um you sit there and you yell at me that's all. diablo yeah. um <laughs> but uh i've been i've been stewing i've been stewing on the ais oh yeah because, as everybody knows, we you know, do you remember AI all the things, man? Well, yeah. Remember back in the day, we used to say sprinkle a little DevOps on it. Oh yeah, you know, just to the cloud, everyone to the cloud, yeah. To the to cloud. The, you kids are too young for that, <laughs> um, uh, and now and now it's uh, it's a little put some AI on it, and so from a security perspective, obviously there is the concern of how do you you know. How do you make sure that the AI was trained properly, um, ethically? Uh, the data that was used is not going to expose something. Mm-hmm. But then there's a flip side that my uh, myself and a couple others on 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 the team have been chatting about, which is the how to use AI for evil. And it's not so much a how do, <laughs> how, you did you like, do it? how did I know that you would be doing AI for evil specifically. So listen, this is it's a learning thing. It's it's how are people doing it, and what are the things that you have to be concerned about but presented in a different manner. So in so in, in in a typical, you know, uh session about securing AI, somebody would just be all about like, well, how do you protect? Well, in order to protect, you really need to know what are some of the things. And in less than uh, a couple of weeks after the 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 Bing Chat thing, I don't know if you saw this, there was a there was a tweet out there about somebody who had leveraged it to go and it knew about certain websites and and versions of the websites and that they could that there were there were issues that they unpatched exploits that could be used oh yeah and ai was helping them do those things and so it's something that we're doing that's that's I, as we've spent quite a bit of time this week just tossing some ideas around about how we would a- approach something like this and um want to put together probably a talk that, that that the majority of the security advocates could be mm. delivering just that's as interesting as, as a conversation to have in your back pocket yeah. I mean, a lot of folks in, in the developer advocacy side are all about how can you leverage it? How can you leverage it to write better code? How can you do these things? And we want to approach it from a, this is great, and you should absolutely do these things, but please keep these things in mind. Right. So don't put credentials in your code because AI can be cut up. Right? Guardrails. Guardrails. Yeah, it's just yeah. like anything. But um, I've also been, I mean, I, t- I said this on the last show, I was using AI to write ads for Facebook to sell things. <laughs> nice I mean it's awesome I, I've used AI for helping me
1: initially craft something like give me a starting point but then I just uh, AI wrote it. what I was reading
0: didn't it no 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 it didn't actually uh, <laughs> like things <laughs> like I, I know it like because YouTube there's far too many typos and the word a in the document <laughs> so the
1: uh, I've been using it for uh for uh, initial seeded ideas for how to do some hooks on on some tweets but then I personalize it after the fact Uh, I've used it for some YouTube uh, descriptions because I hate writing YouTube descriptions. Um, So I'll use that to start, but then again, I go in and change it after the fact, Uh, correct some of it sometimes as well. Um, So that's been helpful. Uh, But um, yeah, it's productivity tool helping out for getting past some parts and it's definitely still got very much far away to go. I keep on reminding my, my son and my, my son, Mac, is interested in this right now because he's doing a philosophy course and he's trying to tie AI into the philosophy course and different Ooh. things. Like what would different philosophers think about this concept
0: of AI? Okay, that's really cool.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm looking Dude, forward your to reading- kid,
0: your kid comes up with some really cool ideas. That's actually <laughs> really cool. I'd read that article.
1: So, well, he's, he's trying to finish that essay. It's one of his final essays for the class coming up this weekend. So-
0: what uh, would What would some of the historical philosophers think of
1: AI? it's that's that's an even simpler question to go off and to ask uh chat gpt itself or bing bing chat see what they say pretend you are a philosopher from uh, <laughs> the neolithic times i don't
0: that's know. interesting yeah so see these are the, th- the yeah it's see this is geek the, the geek in me just starts to go okay i see these things and uh pierre yeah you're 100% you know he says in chat what are the compliance and licensing impact if the ai gives you code who owns the ip yeah so it's a very interesting discussion there's actually
1: there's again there's internal conversations about how we should be approaching this and what we're is it as you mentioned is it ethically trained and what it's doing the biggest concern folks have is that you know it it may be respecting the original repos of different amounts of code that are out there but what about it when it happens to come across a public repo that someone else did not respect the licensing of the code that was taken so Mm -hmm. it's like a derivative one plus or two plus steps away and how does it handle that so and you know ultimately it's not actually copying word for word it's potentially going and changing stuff so it's all this lovely new era of having to figure this crap out and so I'm i'm just hoping right now that it's not our government legislatures that go off and Try to put uh,
0: guardrails around this because usually no. they're not exactly the most up to date. Well, you uh, you, you bring up an interesting point because in the music industry, AI is now starting to pop up where there's there's tools that you can put a song in and it'll spit out the individual uh, stems or the tracks. Yeah. Right. So yeah. here's the drums, here's the bass line, here's the vocal, it, and and that's great for us DJs who like to do mashups. It makes our life a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. I, I to be honest, I needed a tiny little snippet of just one like less uh, i think it's two bars uh so that i could just change it just a little bit for a walk-off so they made the ending sound right just because they use a particular piece of life a music that is fully licensed that enables me to do this however they did not have this particular section because i was basically trying to write an ending to a song using parts of the middle All and right. and it was just simply for a walk-off so there's this really cool thing and there's this really cool section but the section is a bridge and the bridge moves into another thing. So you can't just end it. So I needed to change it up an octave. I threw it in a tool. Um, it spit out a thing. I grabbed that, dropped it in. Now again, I have the licensing for this track so right. I can actually do this. I can remix it. I can do whatever I need to do with it because I've got the rights for it. Um, super cool. It's just definitely changed my workflow because what I would have normally had to do is go to various sections of the song, find the drums, cut those out, sample them, put them in to a MIDI thing, put it it, like a couple hours, right? This, I threw it into an AI engine. It spat it out. I went in. I used a tool that changed, uh, that allowed me to change the pitch and the tone. Done. Nice. (laughs) And it actually sounds really cool. I was actually really proud of myself because I'm like, I I, I know what it's supposed to sound like. I don't know how to play it to make it do that, but I know what it's supposed to sound like and did it. So it was kind of cool. Was, but again, there you go. What do you like? What are what are the the implications of that and the creative Mm -hmm. licensing of that? And this, you know, the sampling thing has been an issue in the music industry forever. I don't know if you're aware of this, but last Friday, for the first time since the early night, for the first time ever on streaming and for the first time since the mid-90s it's been available, is um, De La Soul's first album, debut album called Three Feet Feet Tall and Rising. And this album has not been able to be on any streaming service prior to last Friday because of all of the legal (laughs) uh, holdups that it's had because of the samples that were used. Oh, yeah? So the entire album is essentially like a lesson in sampling, right? Everything from... (laughs) a Sesame street sample because they, one of the the songs that on the album, people know is three is the magic number, which is from Sesame street kind of a thing. Uh, They sampled the the pinball machine song. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, So, so now you're starting to see, okay, this is a, this is a part, you know, the industry has changed, right? Sampling has become an integral part of, of music. Uh, I mean, I'm sure your daughter knows this, but there was, uh, there was there, there's a song that's very popular now. I forget who the artist was. And we were sitting at, at dinner with the, some of the dance girls. And she's like, well, do you know who this artist is and this song? And I knew the song. And I go, do you know that song sampled a hip-hop track from 1991? Oh, yeah. And she's like, what? And I pull it up, you know, Sugar Hill Gang. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, y'all are not creative at all right yeah. now. Yeah. You got to catch up. Yeah, and it gets up. Yeah, exactly. TRP eighty four seventy two says Rod Trent covered AI on his blog post for Sentinel Defender. Yeah, um, very cool. Been encouraging Rod to do that. We actually had to <laughs> actually I had to have him write a bigger disclaimer at the top of the blog. <laughs> this is not a forward thinking statement or something. This, like is, that. this is not a support statement for said yeah. products, but a nice. way that you can leverage the tooling to get the data that you need. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's but cool. yeah, um, <clears throat> it's like you said hopefully the some of the the governments don't get in, involved in this because i think the industries might be able to help yeah and i also think it's going to spawn some creativity mm-hmm. um because i know that that's uh, i kind of got in a rut djing mm-hmm. um and it wasn't until i found mashup artists that i i it allows me to do what i uh which is Uh, Some of my friends, uh, my other DJ friends and producer friends say Joey has a very distinct sound in that he plays a lot of things that are throwbacks to 80s and 90s, but with a more modern take. Um, And it's the same thing where I'll bring in more pop elements into hardcore EDM, very, you know, jump up, pump your fist kind of music. And that's what kind of rebooted my whole interest in DJing again. Um, And I think it's super cool. David Guetta. Uh, I don't know. Did you, if you know this, but he's actually got a new track coming out. Uh, he, I don't know if he's releasing it. He's playing it in his sets. He's posted it on YouTube, and it sounds like Eminem is rapping over this track. Oh yeah, saying uh, something, something about the future rave, loving the future rave, or something like that. Now, if you've listened to Eminem, you know he does not particularly like electronic music. He said that, in, well, at least in his first album, right? Uh, how geta po- created this is he used an AI system to write the lyrics in a style of Eminem, and then he used a second system, which actually created the sample that sounds like Eminem, but it's not Eminem. <laughs> nice. So it's a cool wow. creative thing, but you can <clears throat> definitely see... Like, that's I don't I don't know if that's really the smart thing to do because now you're taking like the likeness of somebody, right? You see the deep fakes and some of these. It's music. It's Dude, not Eminem. It's, it's a computer generation. They start
1: doing a deep fake likeness of Patch and Switch, and. It would be easy to put content into it because we talk about nothing. So I could just like randomly grab a stream. No, it would
0: be super easy because the amount of audio issues we have, you wouldn't even <laughs> need to put a fake, yeah. a deep it's fake of our perfect. voices. That'd
1: be perfect. Yeah. I, just, uh, anyway. I just realized um, outside of the AI side of stuff to go non AI for a second here, some other stuff I was doing besides writing documents, because I do, want to do a shout out to this one here is aka.ms forward slash Windows Server AMA.
0: You did an, you did an
1: AMA. There was an aMA, and I, I was just there, but like I was amongst the rock stars and this the quiet behind the scenes rock stars of the Windows Server platform all up. We had support professionals in there. We had escalation engineers. we had feature owners. We had the lead architects inside of this area. Uh, it was a one hour you know Reddit style because they don't actually do it on Reddit. They do it on their own platform tech community. Uh, but it's the Reddit style, just text, writing your question and then people respond. And then we have a team's call. I don't know if you know this, but we have a team's call. It's open like a bridge in the background and we're just back and forth on audio chat. Like, Hey, you got this one from Lisa. No, okay. I got that one. You take this windows update one over here. Okay, no problem. I'll do that. So we don't stomp on each other for doing the responses. 120 questions were asked. Was, was there a theme? It just Windows Server. Meet the server team. No, sorry, and the, but, sorry. The thing and the that naturally is- developed was was mostly around upgrades. Was mostly around problems people had. Hey, I've got Windows Server Update Services installed on my 2012 box, and I can't seem to do an in-place upgrade. Do whatever, you know. And then someone would chime in in the background saying, "That's because we blocked the in-place upgrade from 2012 to 2019." That's that's N plus three. That's too much. You've got to go. You've got to go back. Uh, For N plus two instead, N being the current version they're talking about and two versions past that, whatever it is. So uh, I learned a whole bunch of stuff that was really, really cool in the back end. Uh, And, you know, it's all there for people to go off and see in the chat area. But we had so much fun doing it and the team had so much fun doing it. They're like, we should do this more often. And I'm like, yeah, you should take a book from the, uh, take a page from the book of the identity folks that are doing this on a regular basis. Um, they just get together. Yeah, they do, and their, do a, their
0: Twitter chats. They they, they, they do the, yeah. the
1: Twitter chats, the Spaces or whatever it's called. Yeah, they, Twitter Spaces. Yeah, they, is that they, what it they is? do other things know. like that um, yeah. as well. And I'm like, there's definitely a lot of interest. It's not just all the latest and greatest cool stuff for the cool kids to be using in the cloud and other things. But then there, there were questions from things like the new uh, Azure edition of Windows Server 2022 um Mm -hmm. they're talking about uh migration topics they're talking about upgrades an awful lot uh some really weird ones in there uh, as well which were fun uh just
0: some very have you have you noticed the the number of comments lately on the on the the youtube video for the the upgrading to file servers Yeah. yeah yeah
1: they just keep on coming so (laughs) <laughs> very, very cool. I, I think I think my auto tweets of uh, trying to surface this stuff from uh, from Microsoft Ignite back in the in December time frame or November timeframe, whenever it was, uh, are starting to run out. So I got to find some more content for that. It's been great to see people get reengaged with that content. So that's, yeah. again, another thing from the document that's writing the document is how do we resurface on a fresh basis? the stuff that's still relevant on a timely basis and in a contextual way that people will actually engage with it again rather than just like one and done kind of approach. So anyway, that was my other shout out. I wanna make sure in case you're interested and keep your eyes open. If you happen to work with Windows Server, aka.ms slash Windows Server AMA will
0: probably be surfacing once again in another month or so. Very cool, very cool. Uh, Let's jump to the second segment of the show, uh, which is beer money. Uh, Mm -hmm. The support that we do for our friends, our family, our family's friends, sisters, pens, uncles, dogs. There is an awful lot of turning things off here as we start packing up things. As we're getting close uh, oh, yeah. to, to, to to making the move to, to the lost wages in um, the Nevadas, uh, just discovery of stuff and just like, are we really using this? Can we do it? You know, do we need this IoT controller? Can we turn that off and and getting it packed up? So there's not a ton of support happening here. Um, we're just trying to we're right now, we're just trying to get through the next three weeks because the next so we've got our, our dance districts competition, which is luckily at our high school this weekend, but because it's our, our high school, I'm running all the audio and doing right. all of those things, and we have to run the competition, which is a whole other thing. We immediately turn around next Wednesday, get on a plane, fly to California to compete at nationals in Anaheim, and then when we fly back from that, we have a week's time and then we head to the palm springs of washington known as yakima or yakka vegas the palm springs of washington <laughs> the sign as you're going into yakima says that does it yep there's <laughs> a sign right off is the, it a of the road right after right before the first exit is it, a it a says hoax? welcome to the palm springs of washington yeah yeah the weather is nothing like palm springs let me tell you that yeah. but at any rate um And we had there for state. So there's just, it's basically just trying to keep one, keep the dancer attached to all, you know, her muscles and everything because she's, yeah, it's the the wear and tear of the season. Uh, And then the, and then it's just keeping sanity. What, what about you? Have you been doing, have you, have you been doing uh, any support things? I see you've got an entirely new background. So
1: I've, I've been working to slowly upgrade my background a while ago you've seen i've had the shelves put in that was an ikea purchase to get some more stuff it's primarily the unpack boxes um this weekend i'm going to work on it some more but uh, i've got my lighting system up there now doing some things uh so that's i'm i'm not sponsored but would like to be uh i'm using the el chipo Govi lights which are oh yeah hard, the the, hard co- the the costco ones right they yeah, they're they're, well, they're costco they're amazonians yeah. they're you know yeah. chinese knockoffs of whatever I used to be a big Phillips Hue person, but uh, I switched over to Govee. It's A little bit more cost effective. The the problem I, like I have right Lifex now products. Is, I'm I'm a big fan of the LifeX. The, so. the 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 problem I have right now is is uh I think it's right here. Yeah the 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 lovely simple two sided tape that they give you to be able to put the clips on to the shelves. Oh crap! Absolute crap. So. I've gotta, I've gotta get around to getting some better quality clip. You need out. to go and get the three M yeah. one,
0: yeah, the
1: three M one, or there's this. You've seen, have you seen the nano tape, the transparent stuff? No. So it's transparent. It's almost gum like. Okay. But it has nano suction thingies built into it that it's it's not glue that actually sticks. It's actually these little tiny nano grippy suction cup things that actually are smooth to the human eye. Um, and, uh, wow. it sticks and it, because it's not glue, you can take it off and then it doesn't leave a residue on the wall or whatever it is. So but what is this called? I want to call it, it's called nanotape, but there's nanotape. Like knockoffs. You can go off and buy and stuff like that. So I bought some nanotape. It's great for college dorms because you can put like shelving. That yeah, that's day.
0: that's what I'm thinking because I've got another college kid going right. off. So. so
1: you got, you got, uh, it's it's clear, transparent. I can show you some next time. I don't have any in the room so right now. So Aspen
0: but. jumps in saying, my wife got a roll of that tape. It, I was dubious, but it really does work well. Oh, no, it's it's
1: ridiculous. And it's terrifying how strong it is uh, when it's on stuff. That's cool. Um, I, mean, I
0: have to check it out.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. So TRP8472 uh,
0: says, I think you can buy LED strips on a long roll and then cut and solder to length.
1: Yeah. uh
0: that i do not believe that you're allowed near soldering irons for another two years right no still the infractions in place the restrictions in place it's
1: part of our terms of settlement so
0: when we were when we were talking about yakima kowski jumps in and says yakistan as my army son says it (laughs) yakistan (laughs) i love that i love that aspen says that tape sticks to things that you wouldn't expect oh it's crazy
1: it's crazy. So the goal is I'll be taking each individual clip off painfully and then scraping off the crap knockoff 3M stuff and then putting this stuff on in its place and trying out that. So actually, And then, I, and then you can see here on this side, I've got a different style light that's two things, one there and one at the bottom. Uh, those are just your traditional triangular lights that you would put behind a TV or put in the corner or something like that for some ambience.
0: I'd be able to do some stuff. So I actually do have a support issue, but it was not something that I was able to do support. But um, I ran into an issue. You notice that my, my nice little nano lights, my nano leaf lights back behind me are not on. Oh, yeah. Um, run into an issue. Uh, and it's a known issue where the controller just due to like power fluctuation or, you know, I'm plugging in. We're doing a lot of unplugging and replugging in of things yeah. lately. Yeah. Uh the, the controller just dies. And um I came in the other day and it had not been unplugged. So I don't know what happened. And the controller, unfortunately, uh was not was not was not working. And so when when you turn it on, it's just uh, every one of them is white. Um so uh kudos though to uh the folks, the nanoleaf support folks. I sent uh, an email with the serial number, oh, yeah. the experience they asked for a photo um just to verify that it wasn't somebody like just turning it all on all white i guess there's a specific color shade that that they have Mm -hmm. that they can tell and then they've got a they've got a new controller on their way to me um which was amazing because these lights are three years old oh yeah and they're like no no problem here you go here's a new controller uh lifetime warranty it's out it's out of stock but when it gets in stock they'll send it to me yeah um so that was super cool. I, I So little. Now I'm now I'm a little dubious because the second time has happened to me. So it's, yeah, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Cause I really like, they've got these new strip kind of lights. They, these like that look like sticks. Um, I forget what they're called lines. That's what they're called. Nano leaf lines. And they've done some real there's, if you go to their Instagram page again, I'm target audience, right? Cause I own nice. it. And now it's going to show up on all of yours because I'm talking about it. But uh did some really cool. They add the lines to the shapes, and it does some really cool things. And I'm just oh, like, Ooh, yeah. I should do that in the new place. Well, I I want to find some lights I can light up my Microsoft sign with,
1: because it's it's uh it's metal, and then it has a half inch thick um, transparent epoxy or some transparent,
0: Ooh. um uh like plastic Do you, type do you stuff. think
1: a couple like strip lights? So
0: just I'm thinking like... some
1: strip lights along the top edge might give it some interesting lighting. Yeah, maybe um, options. I also need to actually hang it up because it's really heavy and it slides down and knocks everything off the shelf. So, uh, I'll get there. Two and o'clock I, in the morning. You know, I got I to gotta put some artwork up on the walls too, man. So I got yeah. to get that done. I'm just not a designer type person. I'm, hmm.
0: Hey, I, I like noticed that that uh, that that, that uh, your uh, motherboard's still in the box, there, buddy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Enough yes, said. it is. No said. Yes, it is.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thank you for reminding me. Beer talk. Mm, I am sadly out of beer, Uh, but this weekend, uh, because Kelly's away traveling, um, I have less things I have to do on my honey-do list, I will be uh, putting together all the different pieces of the brewery that I've been building piece by piece over the last year to get back up and running again to do a dry run test. Uh, Oh, very cool. Actually, a, a water brew, as they call it, to be able to see if all the parts are together and I'm missing anything. Because I need to freaking brew some beer, so I haven't had any recently, and uh, I definitely want to. And as far as beer that I want to drink and see, um, BrewDog has been advertising their new Dark Heart Stout all over the place, Um, and I want to see if I can find some of that somewhere. Hey,
0: hey, do 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 you know do you know where there's a BrewDog? Las Vegas. Uh-huh. Las Vegas. I'm just just saying. And you know I'm what? Just, I'm because just waiting they're the there. Invite
1: when you when you get your keys and you actually move in there.
0: Because they're there, they sell brew dog in the grocery store as well. Oh, even better. Even better. So uh wire could cast he pins a question in chat saying, So if Kelly is off somewhere, does that mean early DMZ question? <laughs> oh, nice. nice. Uh speaking of beer, uh, some news. I don't know if you're aware of this uh but at father's day time here in in the washingtonians particularly the 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 seattle side uh they do the washington beer festival during father's day Correct. that event has been canceled for 2023 i did not know that which i'm really sad about because i would it's my last one and you know this is something that we enjoy going to it's over father's day weekend uh, so apparently the organization that puts it together is having financial issues mm-hmm. and they're not able to execute it. So hopefully it'll be back in 2024. But that, however, will not be happening, which means that instead I'm going to have to go see The Cure, who is coming. They announced a tour. They're coming on June 1st here in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get Chunga to come up here. He's like, June 1st, it's still winter there. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. Chunga has it gotten is still soft. winter. <laughs> June Sean first K. would still so, be winter but i need somebody to go to the cure with me because yeah, you know, my wife is not interested <laughs> she's like no i you are you are you into the cure i didn't know if you're in my, my like new wavy gothic music you sometimes look at me and go this is not like i can sing every word to every cure song yeah okay i used to
1: wear army boots trench coat and army berets with john lennon glasses in high school favorite cure album See, I don't know names. I just
0: I know the cure songs. <laughs> so I'm not that I much heard. of a huge diehard fan. Fair enough. Fair enough. So fun fact, I've actually uh I I was I was listening to uh now you're making me look up the cure albums name. That's okay. I was I was so they they performed at Wembley Arena and there's a, a really cool video. It's probably illegal, but it's on the YouTubes. Um and they played for three something hours and so there were some songs i'm like what album is this on and i look and so i've kind of went back on this on the spotify's and started listening to some of their older albums and yeah. i approached them with more appreciation now than i did when i was younger because i wasn't so much into the more sad style of the gothy side i, I tended mm-hmm. to be more a little more bubblegum new wave boy um but then also the new releases from depeche mode outstanding work both new singles from their new album are really really good it's like oh my god and so now i realize i'm my dad from when i was younger and i'm going why are you going to also see all these oldies bands yeah. and i'm like they're <laughs> not oldies bands." Oh, okay. these bands she sells sanctuary is not a cure song that would be the cult yeah Different band, different part of the world. The Curious also another bro- one easy used to listen to. The Cure's from the UK. The Cult yeah. is a US-based band,
1: but yes. Wired uh, Kanak is talking about he's got Journey and Toto.
0: <laughs> see, Journey doesn't even have their same lead singer, so like, yeah. let's just write them off already, right? Yeah. Uh, and the Cult is absolutely an awesome band. Yes, Dave, good to see you. Crush Networks. Um, yeah, so. super interesting the cure also has a new album that's been in the works for a couple of years and they played some songs in their in their uh uh, european shows but uh no i I, i'm definitely so the thing about the cure though they're not gonna they're not a stage performance band yeah you're going to listen to the sonic just in your face-ness of that band because I've I've like I said I've I've watched a bunch of their shows. They've got a bunch of live albums actually out on the Spotify's too. And you, oh yeah, you know I put the in ears in and I crank them up and they sound they sound really good. So anyway, and yes, Dave, I agree. The Cure is not oldies. So yeah. Uh, hey, what have you bought lately? Have you random spent? Because it's time to talk about random spending.
1: I, my my random spent since we last chatted is something I posted a video of just before the show. Uh, when the I The up the Delonghi as a uh, as a following the advice of Wired Canuck, um, the coffee machine.
0: Uh, it so is I talked a, a little bit about this super automatic. automatic. Going into the super automatics, and I've been doing a lot of research as well because I don't mind my Nespresso; it's fine. Mm-hmm. Other than the price for the pods keep going up, and so now I'm I'm pushing a dollar a dollar fifty a cup which isn't bad considering that I could go to four bucks and their pricing. I got an Americano the other day, which is normally like three and change. And it was pushing $6. I'm like, it's two shots of espresso and water. Like seriously. Uh, So I started reviewing the options because I did the maths. And if you get a, uh, if you get a uh, whole bean, a bag of whole beans, I think there's somewhere between 60 and 70 shots in a, in a two pound bag of whole beans. It comes out to be somewhere around 40 cents, 40 to yeah. 45 cents. And then up and it could go up as high as 60 cents. If you really like the expensive, like, I don't know, pooped out of an animal coffee bean things. <laughs> I, I heard that's a thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's
1: certain brand of cats that will poop out the coffee beans that they eat. And oh, is that what will it is? Collect they'll collect the beans, uh, from said, defecations uh to be able to uh use them because they for somehow digest i don't know what it is it's very expensive
0: so at any rate i'm like 40 cents okay that and then so i go look into the super automatics and i'm not a big drinker of drinks with with milk in them but i do want to have that as an available option for guests who may come over and may want a latte or a i don't know a macchiato is that have milk in it i i don't I don't know these things. That's why I'm never going to make it as a barista. Um, and I was originally looking at some of the, the earlier machine that you had, um, yeah. the Breville. Um, it was a, it's the you, Breville barista or what it was. Yeah. And because it's kind of like you get to have the experience of, of, of the making. Of being the barista. And then I realized one morning that I oftentimes have a hard enough time putting the water in the boil kettle and pressing the lever to, to start the boil before I have coffee right i probably should not be tasked with trying to figure out how to tamp down espresso beans and pull a proper shot so mm-hmm. i was looking at uh yes Field novel just like heaven is a cure song um friday i am in love as well yes love song okay sure okay never enough never enough's a great track love never yeah. Enough. love that track in fact the remix of that i used to play in the clubs all the time anyway Totally sidetracked. Uh so I was looking at the super automatics. And so I have I looked at the Breville unit that you have. And the and you, you the you immediately gave me the warning. What was the warning you gave about it? it there's there's commentary that it doesn't get the coffee hot enough because it's so fast to get it out.
1: So if you have a cold cup, it can end up making a not a great amount of coffee in a hot level. So yep. I I counter that by pre-warming my cup. Yep. Uh and then dumping the water out uh from a kettle and then
0: making my sh- my coffee and it works well. And so I of course drink americano so having hot and it's not so much the coffee that's hot but having the water that's hot. Yeah. Uh so I am I am looking at uh, one of the Philips units uh but one that also has the the little milk thing so it it'll do the cuz originally I thought about getting I forget what they call them the little unit that you can the the little metal unit that you put in the milk and you steam it there's a name for that (laughs) device i don't know steamer thing A milk frother well it's not so much a frother it's well yeah it does the frothing there's a there's a name for the particular thing yeah i've seen one. uh because they've got a version of the machine i like that just does that that doesn't have the automatic system but then when i was down at, at seattle coffee gear some folks here they they have all the machines uh and, and I walked in, he's like, well, let's pull pour, pour you an americano from here, from this machine here, and you'll see just how hot it is. Nice. And then we went, up, he, and I was looking at another one, and he's like, well, if you want to pull another cup, I'm like, dude, this is my fourth cup of coffee. If I have another one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> things are not going to end well. So I've been, I mean, but they're expensive. They are not. The oh, no, they're, they're, they're not definitely cheap. not cheap. They're definitely but they not will, cheap. I did the math it pays for itself in less than a year versus my pods yeah uh,
1: i'm probably gonna be i'm not breaking even uh, unless i factor in the cost of my time and my mental capabilities in the morning because with the breville um barista with the, yeah the breville barista version that i had you were using raw beans it did its own grinding um and it was actually pretty automated from the point of view of you put your your um your shot arm inside of the area where the coffee grounds come down into you just tamp it down and then put it inside the thing and press the button. Like you could dial it in that much that it was automatic, but um, it was the frothing of the milk, which you wouldn't apply to you, but uh, the frothing of the milk, that was the pain in the butt. It gave me nightmares of going back to my university job of being a coffee barista (laughs) before uh, and working till 3am making coffee shots for people coming out of the clubs in Toronto.
0: See, that's the, the cool thing about Toronto is they'd actually have coffee places open for after the clubs. Oh, it it the was a coffee and dessert place. They had oh, that's perfect. different desserts. You, basically, you would go after the club
1: and then you'd be able to get slices of cheesecake or pies or torts or whatever they there were. you go. And then you get all sorts of different types of uh, coffees. I even know how to make um, a cafe latte that uh, when you pour the um, espresso on top of it inside of a clear glass uh, serving cup, it would give you the wave of the espresso that would go around the milk. That's You're all fancy. Cool. I know. I am I can't do art,
0: but I can do in motion stuff. Uh, and that's about it. Hey, did you know that throughout the show, people have been using the exclamation mark word followed by a word command and, and nominating words, which will be used for the title of the show that is happening in a fortnight's time, of which, heads up, I am not going to be here for that show. I'm no. going to be in Yakistan
1: yakistan well for yes. that show i will be in atlanta i do believe so it'll be a remote show uh and we'll work something out but um yeah you have to do go to twitter doc no wait blah, blah 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 what is it uh, what's the name of the the link you have to go to to actually vote it's 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 Patch it, uh, so switch yeah.
0: switch.showbot.tv. tv
1: yeah. whoa <laughs> what was that voice <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah it was very loud voice he's got to work on his audio the audio guy's got the worst audio in the show
0: of course um, that's how it works but go to patch and switch and you can vote uh, you see a, uh, we've had a couple votes three but uh, you can go get there, and there and vote. Vote. get in there and vote while we while we do this um, unless of course you're listening to the replay which case don't which, go i mean you can go there you but, can still like, go and vote but it's yeah. gonna be different words um, um, otherwise, if people don't vote, I'm just going to randomly pick them. Of course, that's usually yeah. the case anyway, because I just ignore what people say and I just pick the words. <laughs> you, should, you should talk to your manager about that. <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Is that not uh, a good thing? Yeah. No? Oh. Uh, all right. So yeah, go ahead and vote for the rest of the show. Um, do we do we have random spends? My random spend was that. What was your random spend, my friend? As you wrap it up, this, uh,
0: boxes and. Packing tape and boxes bubble wrap. And tape. <laughs> this is my life. Nice. Yeah, yeah. boxing everything up, getting in the garage. The house gets staged next week. Mm-hmm. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Anyway. Uh, so I'm going to pick a word. So it looks like we've got announcer guy question mark pebck sticky tape milk frother lost bet bttn as in button hiccup blog post ama little milk thing frother yakistan. <laughs> I think
1: Yakistan's got to be one of them.
0: I think it's going to be Yakistan sticky tape milk frother. Nice. Nice. Uh that oh. will be the show. So so you will be will you be doing a show from the Atlantas of Georgia? I think so. I think we can figure something out. Okay. All right. Well good because I'm unfortunately uh I'm going to be in an arena. Okay. Actually and no, I'm sorry. That Friday loud. we will be will be at the high school loading them into a bus to get them to Yakistan. So I will not be able to do that. Got either. it. Got it. Well,
1: we'll figure something out. And uh, I don't know if you saw the note, but there's actually a message from uh, the Rich Campbell
0: on campus. that. The The sound guy turned the music on. We're not done with the show. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Rich Campbell's on
1: campus the week after and is asking if you want to do something. So whoa, make sure you, make okay, sure you reply yes. to that.
0: We'll have to, we'll have to reply to that. All right. Yeah. So with yes. that, we've come to the end of another exciting episode of the Patch and Switch program. Special thanks to everybody who's participated in the chat. Dave from Crush Networks, good to see you. TRP eighty four seventy two. It's time for you to leave your post. Uh, Aspen Forrester, Jan, Steve Q Lane. Thanks to uh, thanks for dropping back by again. We missed you. We missed you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Kuzmic over on the YouTube's, so want to shout out uh, Kuzmic. Uh let's see who else has been here. He's a Cloud Up has been around, Aspen's been around. Good to see you, Aspen Forster. Jan, if I haven't mentioned you, uh Chaos, K McFarrankowski, the shadiest of pandas Panda, SharePoint out I see in chat, C Q Lane, as mentioned previously. Uh everybody else it looks like bots. If you're or Fuel's there, sorry. Is it Bay? Is 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 it Bay? Cata, Chaos, Clunky, all right. <laughs> This is the best part of the show. Thanks for tuning into the program. We'll see you in a fortnight's time. Until then, have a weekend, everybody. the after show this is the after show have we ended the broadcast because the button at the top still says end broadcast yeah